Good morning, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So the argument that inflation is transitory has pretty much gone out the window. Nobody believes that inflation is transitory, that it's going to be continuous inflation from here on out, and that a hyperinflation scenario is in our future. Just look at gas prices, look at all the prices going up of everything, and there is no doubt in anybody's mind that all the money printing that has come from the Federal Reserve is causing all this inflation to happen out there. Now, had you been watching my channel for any length of time, you would know that I am a strong dollar theorist, that I still believe that in the inflation is transitory, and I have been watching lumber as my major indicator of what I feel is going to take place throughout the rest of the economy. Now, when we saw lumber moving up to its all-time high, I had video after video after video sent to me showing me about how the inflation is showing up in lumber and there is no place that you need to look outside of that to have any proof that it's due to the Federal Reserve and their monetary policies. Pretty much. Money printer go burr, lumber prices go up. Period. End of story, right? That's what I was told. I have never fell into that narrative. Not once. It was a supply chain breakdown. I said it from the very beginning. I saw it coming back from 2019 as we watched mill curtailments and shutdowns and inventory depletions take place throughout the entire year prior to the COVID lockdowns. I kept putting out the argument, try to see the inflation being caused by something other than the Federal Reserve's monetary policy. I said it over and over again. Nobody wanted to hear it. Now what do we see? We see lumber at 600 per thousand. This is a price that we had experienced back in 2018. Where did the inflation go? Are you trying to tell me that the inflation has come out of lumber only? When it was the one indicator that everybody was using to prove that the Federal Reserve and their monetary policies was causing the lumber prices to go up, and yet now it's not causing the prices to come down? I mean, what's going on here if you want to use monetary policy? See, it never was the monetary policy. Stop looking at it. Look at the inventory levels. Look at the article that was just sent to me this morning. I'm going to leave down in the description showing how inventory levels are rising beyond anything that they ever expected. All the orders that everybody did, the double orders, the triple orders, the allocations that were happening, so they beefed up as much as they could because there was such a high demand for all these consumer, consumer goods. And look what happened. Nobody wants them. It was the bullwhip effect. I said it. I said it two years ago. You know, it's, I wouldn't have close to 100,000 subscribers just making stuff up. I mean, you have to think about this for a minute. I, I learned all this stuff by reading Federal Reserve speeches and documents and listening to economists and theories out there. I, I didn't go out and just kind of imagine, you know, what could possibly come from all this stuff. I'm picking these pieces up and I'm putting them together in a way that, to me, seems very clear. I mean, how could I have possibly called this? saying that the inventory levels were going to rise and the prices were going to come down. Don't think that <laughs> the inflation isn't transitory. Don't think that. It is. It is going to be very transitory. Prices are going to come down. The inflation is going to come out. Here's, okay. 
Inflation is the expansion of money and credit. So if you are not taking out house loans, if you're not taking out car loans, if you're not taking out credit card debt, if you're not taking out student loan debt, if you're not going deeper into debt, then that is not the expansion of money and credit. That is destruction of money and credit. That is the slowdown of money and credit. And when you have a slowdown of money and credit, you have money velocity slowing down as well. And because we have interest rates so low, the return on capital has made it very difficult to get money velocity moving. And so every time you have a shot in the arm like the stimulus did, everybody gets real high and excited and they go out and they spend the money and the economy rolls and everybody's super joyful about the whole thing. And they talk about what a super strong, stable economy we have. Yet the uneducated economist is saying two months ago about how retail died. Nobody wanted to believe it. They're saying, well, maybe in your area. And I'm like, no, it's done. I'm telling you. It's not just me in my area. And now what do we find? Look at the article. It's exactly how I said it was going to go down. You, know, you can argue with me all you want about who the Federal Reserve is and what they're up to. I, I try to be as honest as I can with you guys. The Federal Reserve is not a pleasant organization, but they are not the evil intended organization that people want to, want them to, be, want to believe out of it. Like they don't have this idea that I, they want to cause pain to you individually. That's not their purpose. Understand what their purpose is and you can benefit from the ideas of what comes from it. They are data dependent. Think about it. Look out there and be the data before they, before they get it. You can predict the future just fine. I mean, I'm sorry to get so excited about it because I had a lot of coffee this morning, but I had so many people call me delusional when it came to the Federal Reserve and the in transitory inflation, but it's coming. You're going to see the destruction of money and credit like none other. Think about all the layoffs that are taking place inside of the mortgage market right now because they're not issuing out as many mortgages, because not as many people are buying homes. Think about that. There's less mortgage-backed securities being issued. Well, if there's less mortgage-backed securities being issued, there's less investment inside of the mortgage market. Shrinking. It's getting smaller. I don't care if the prices go up. It's not about what the prices are doing. Think about how much transactions are taking place. This is the economic activity that you got to think about. You know, I mean, you can have a two by four at $50 a piece. It doesn't matter if you're not selling any of them. Right? It's about how many, you know, transactions you're doing. Think about that. That's the, the health of the economy. How much can you produce? How many can you sell? How much demand is there for it? But if you get to a point where nobody's buying anything because they're so expensive or you can't get the, the credit or you're in debt saturation, which is starting to occur, like... I'll go and find out. Hopefully I still, I saved the article, but millennials and generation Z, whatever it is, the younger, the younger population, the younger generation who has purchased vehicles are now sitting in a point where they are going into delinquencies and default at a rate that was higher than prior to the pandemic. Yeah, not a surprise. You bought an expensive car during a time that you got stimulus checks thinking that you were going to be able to continue those payments. Well, now here you got energy prices moving up, food prices moving up. You've hit debt saturation, meaning that you can't go any deeper into debt. So now your living expenses has caused your life to be miserable because of this expensive car. So guess what? You're not going to keep the car, right? You're going to get rid of it. So what's going to happen to the used cars prices? What's going to happen to new car prices? What happens when this wave of defaults and delinquencies really starts to grow? You know, we're going into some hard times. I wish people would like try to understand that the Federal Reserve 
and their monetary policies are not the only reasons out there. If you understand the monetary policies, I mean, you can understand them into a deeper depth than I do. I mean, I'm just got, you know, just a kind of a basic idea of what's going on. There's people who really understand this banking system. But if you can understand something about the banking system and then you go back and you look at your own life and you just look at the things that you are experiencing within your own own industries that you are dealing with and you can see that there is you are ahead of the game if you would just pay attention to what's going on macroeconomics and then what's going on in your own personal life. I mean, if you stood down at the grocery store every single day and did observations, you could get that information. You could have the data that you need prior to anybody else. All you have to do is just sit there and be an observer of it and notice the difference. Look at the cards. Look at when you go to the restaurants, see how many kids are sitting there at the table. They don't want to feed kids at restaurants. That's expensive as hell. There's only couples sitting out there wanting an experience with a date. Right? It used to be you could go to the diner, there'd be families all over the place going out to eat. They're, families? Are you kidding? Taking the little kids out to eat to buy them a $20 plate of food? That isn't happening, right? Not anymore. Times are changing fast. We are going to experience a slowdown like you've never seen before. The Federal Reserve says that they want to deal with inflation. This transitory, this non-transitory inflation, but yet it's it's happening. I mean, I said it was going to happen after the mandates that you would start seeing this exact scenario, right? But they're going to say, oh no, it's the Federal Reserve and the lifting of interest rates that's causing the prices to come down or stop going up or whatever it is. That's, that's not going to be the thing to watch. The thing that you're really going to want to watch is what's going to happen when the Federal Reserve stops raising the interest rates. That's going to be the key moment because they're going to put out a narrative. They're going to put out a story right there that is going to be far different than what the real intent of the Fed is going to be. They're going to continue to try and put pressure on the economy. At the same time, they're going to say, hey, we need to stop raising interest rates because of this. I'm kind of losing track of what I'm trying to say here, but I think you guys got this one. So, uneducated economists, you guys let me know.